She might not be so lucky at the next house, but this neighborhood clearly had stupid complacency mixed with money, and those were two of Delilah's favorite things. With a sigh, she set the duffel bag down just inside the screened-in pool, making sure it was more or less out of sight. She'd pick it up on her way back to the car. Okay, Max, one more house. Let's go find the rest of my twenty grand. The good one turned out to be about two blocks down. The yard was, like every other house, meticulous. But the sprawling home was tucked back behind lovely gardens and well hidden from the street and the neighbors. Perfect. Delilah slipped into the backyard and was accosted at once by the heavy scent of blooming vegetation. The garden back here was meticulously laid out around a stone patio with latticed lanai. She didn't know the name of even one of the tropical and exotic-looking plants blooming freely here, but she knew true care and passion for something when she saw it. She stood with Max for a long moment, gawking at the myriad colors and flavors available to her senses. In and out, D, she said, time ticking past. She tied Max to an iron and marble birdbath and checked the back door. No alarm system that she could see, and the lock was a simple tumbler the deadbolt not thrown. She pulled out her lock kit and had the door open in less than a minute. This house was homier than the last, a few more knick-knacks cluttering shelves, some mail dropped negligently on the table. Mr. and Mrs. Theodore Whitechapel, Delilah read. God, how pretentious. Poor saps. She felt easy here, the garden scents following her into the home, lingering in the cooler air of the house. This was a nice place, something normal and calm about it, lived in, even if they had countertops with granite the color of vomit. She passed through the kitchen, noting photographs stuck with artful magnets to the fridge. The man, unfortunate Theodore, was tall, dark, and handsome, his smile white and perfect. The wife was smaller, a mousy blonde slip of a thing with nervous eyes. Delilah started to build a story for them in her head with the man marrying the woman for money and then going around behind her back. A man that looked so confident, so perfect, had to be working some angle. She stopped herself with a rueful smile and set her shoulder bag down on the vomit granite countertop. She checked the kitchen drawers and found nothing of any value, though the silverware was real silver and tempted her, as did the authentic Japanese chef's knives in their bamboo block on the island but she'd already pulled so much high-value stuff from the previous house that she felt okay with being picky here. Out of habit, she opened the freezer and managed to stop her scream before it broke free of her lips. Inside, between a pint of haagen cookie dough ice cream and a bag of stir-fry veggies, sat a woman's severed head. She was a young brunette, eyes wide and glassy and dead. Behind Delilah, a man cleared his throat.